Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Superconscious Success Podcast, where Jen and her Superconscious Success family co-hosts bring you valuable content each and every week on topics relating to manifestation, spirituality, and most of all, using your superconscious to manifest success in all areas of your life. Now on to today's episode. Hey there, Superconscious Success fam. Just before we get into the interview, this is just a brief message. Uh, this is actually a recording of the 2021 Superconscious Success Summit interviews. If you do want to check out the introductory for all of the guests, then you can go across to our Superconscious Success YouTube channel where you'll be able to find all the introductions. These particular podcast interviews will be the interview only. Okay, thank you. Now let's get on to the interview. Superconscious Success fam, welcome back to another incredible interview where we are going to be talking to Suzanne Mercia. If you have not yet checked out her introduction, then head across to the Superconscious Success um, YouTube channel and check it out. So today we're actually going to be talking about purpose and the imposter syndrome and how they're two sides of the same coin. So hey Suzanne, how are you doing today? Hi Jen, I'm fine thanks, how are you? Oh, I'm fantastic, I'm really excited to be talking to you about imposter syndrome and how it can actually impact our lives and and as you know I'm um, I'm all about the superconscious and so I'm excited to be able to delve into how the superconscious can actually help you when it comes to your imposter syndrome. So I'm going to ask, can you first start off by explaining what imposter syndrome is? And then we'll delve into how the superconscious and higher powers can actually help in eliminating it. Sure. Um, the imposter syndrome is a mistaken identity, I believe, a, a belief that we're not good enough. It's, it feels like, um, you know, you're trotting along, you're quite comfortable with, with where you are, confident, life is going well. Something comes out of the blue that causes personal uncertainty, and that's when we start to feel that we're not good enough. So you can be feeling confident one minute and full of self-doubt the next minute, and all that's happened is a situation that I've interpreted in a certain way and responded to that. So it's the feeling of not being good enough. It's focusing on weaknesses, not strengths. It's looking at... Um, at uh, uh, failures, not successes. So it's 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 a, a sh it's a mindset, um, very definitely a mindset, that can cause us to doubt all the accomplishments that we've got, all the capabilities that we have, uh, and it actually gets in the way of performance. It gets in the way of engagement. It gets in the way of life. You know, depending on how you experience it, and we may experience it in a certain context. Um, I particularly work in the area of work because that's where it shows up for a lot mm. of people. It's an area where they perhaps don't feel quite so in control of what's going on and um, at the effect of what's going on around them more than they might in other areas of their life. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. And, I, and I think that as we go through life, sometimes we, um, we lack the self-confidence and, and we know what we're wanting to do, but, um, but we feel like, everybody's judging us or we feel like mm. everybody's constantly looking over our shoulder trying to figure out if we really know what we're talking about and it's something that people deal with a lot when it comes to online 
because they they feel like there are so many people out there that are talking about a topic and you start to doubt yourself and go well you know do i do i really live up to what they're what they're experiencing online as well so it is something that people are dealing with a fair bit so so how can we how can we utilize our super conscious and and higher powers to help us with that imposter syndrome before we go there, can I just answer mm-hmm. one one point? Um, yep. you, you talk about self-confidence. Self-confidence is the outcome. Yes. So I feel confident, um, but where it's where, where the imposter syndrome sits is in self-esteem. Yes. So it sits it sits in that space of I believe I'm not good enough. So it's yeah. a, that's why I say it's a limiting belief. So um, it, it's about ego because, as you say, we we experience that fear of judgment, fear of yeah. rejection, fear of failure, even fear of success because that's going to demand more of us. Mm-hmm. So we're coming from that space of fear, and I'm sure you remember this book, A Course in Miracles, Marianne mm-hmm. Williamson's interpretation of it, anyway. And she talks about there being only two emotions: one is love, and one oh, is fear, and all the other emotions come from there. So if we're in space of fear. We're, think we're coming from ego for a start. We're coming from um, our own perspective. We're coming from um, the, the de- desperate need to belong, um, all of those sort of human needs that we have that keep us uh, looking for acceptance, looking for you know, um, the sense of belonging, looking for the certainty that we might have in our lives. And so we try and control what's going on around us. And therefore, we're also giving far more credence to what's going on around us. We, you know, we don't respect that. We don't, sorry, accept that we've created that reality ourselves. We yeah. think that it is reality and that we just have to live with it. Um, so when we're in that space, we're coming from fear and all those um, other emotions that come from that. The super conscious side is, is really getting in touch with our source. It's pure love and, and yeah. everything that comes from that is, is expansive and is open and inclusive and caring. Um, it doesn't matter what context of your life that you're in. Yeah. Um, so if we can, and when we can, shift from the ego across to the expansive feeling, then that's when we can start to tap into who we really are. And that's why I say that purpose and imposter syndrome are two sides of the same coin, not literally, but um, on one side, you've got the imposter syndrome, which is very ego driven and, mm-hmm. and full of fear, fear of rejection, fear of judgment, all of those fears. Uh, and on the other side, you've got, so that's about ourselves on, on the imposter syndrome side, but on the purpose side, it's like, how can I be of service to other people? How can I make a difference? How can I leave a legacy? How can I do something that creates that meaning and fulfillment? And that's love. Yeah. So, so it's, it's flipping that, um, that perspective. But the challenge is we have to be able to um, get ourselves past a certain point with the imposter syndrome before we can flip into that. We can flip into it, but we flip back out of it quite quickly if we don't, haven't actually done the work. To, yeah. um, because our ego, I know that we can literally flip just like that and stay there. Most of us don't have that capability. Most of us feel like we need to convince our conscious minds that we've made progress. And then as we do, other, other opportunities open up to us. Mm-hmm. So the big thing that we need to do is recognize our own value, recognize what we bring, and therefore that we are worthy and that we do have something to, to base that, that, that hope that we can make a difference on. Um, yeah. So that's why I say two sides of the same coin. And, and it's... I've, until I actually got the, because I had purpose and imposter syndrome about the same time and I found them both. Mm-hmm. And I would get out of bed and I'd say, right, my, my whole purpose is to bring heart and soul into business because like many of us, I'd experienced business being 
um, less than heartfelt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, and at the same time, I had um, I had this feeling of not being good enough. And it wasn't until I got to the point where we were talking a little earlier about um, recognizing that I do have value. I am good enough. And really, do I care what other people think about me? Because I do know that I have value. Mm-hmm. Um, then, then we get to that stage and then we see that we can put this value to some use for somebody else. Then that's when the, the purpose starts to come in. So, so how do we begin to shift from that, that place of unworthiness, that place of living in the ego? Because you talk about A Course in Miracles, and, and that, is, that is one of my favourite books, one of my favourite audios, um, something that takes years and years to actually be able to master. <laughs> um, and in actual fact, I've, I'm working alongside a very good friend of mine to create a program. It's called Your Spiritual Shift. Mm. And so this is actually based around A Course in Miracles because we found that, that what, the, what the problem was was that Course in Miracles is a very in-depth program. It, it is, is fantastic. It, is, um, it really delves deep into the ego and how the ego is actually, it's only about self-protection. Mm. That's mm. all it's about. It's about protecting its ability to stay with us. And as you start to move up the levels of vibration Mm -hmm. and you start to connect with that super conscious and with source, then the ego starts to diminish and its job's Mm. no longer as important. Mm. Um, The ego will begin to recognize that and will begin to try to latch on. And therefore, feelings of lack, feelings of fear, um, feelings of um, not being enough, start to show up so Mm -hmm. what are some techniques that we can use if we do start to feel like like those feelings are starting to arise and we we know that there's something out there that we're wanting to do but we just don't have that confidence in ourselves to um or we don't have the self-esteem to be able to move forward what are some techniques we can use okay that's a huge question because we covered a fair bit of ground in that Um, so so basically i work in in the business area and mm-hmm. so the people that I work with are very much ego focused and, and yeah. that's not, a, that's just where they are. Mm-hmm. And so um, I need to help them um, recognize that that's not where they have to be. That's not where it serves them best to be. So a lot of my work starts on a, a logical and then emotional level around mindset and helping yeah. them understand or question whether their mindset actually supports them or not, because until they're aware that they, they have the power that, that you know, because I work a lot with women and, and, uh, and one of the typical um, comments that I get is don't make this a women's problem. You know, the whole inequality. Oh, thing. My gosh, it's yes. not a women's problem. It's a woman's opportunity. Yeah. Absolutely. You, know, you have the power to change the way that you see what's going on. And when you can change what, how you see what's going on, you can change what is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so it, for me, I have to work with that ego to start off with, to move them into the space of recognizing their own power. Yeah. and recognizing their own value and when they start to get to that and, and to also create a stronger inner core because i think one of the things that also happens is when we come from fear we're far too affected by what's going on um and and the views mm-hmm. that other people have of us yes and the views that, that that you know what they think we should be doing quote unquote and perfection is a large part of what drives us when we're in that ego space in my experience i'm sure there's many other yeah. things but that's the biggest thing that seems to come through with my clients 
But it does actually, the problem is that when you are so fearful of what other people think of you, mm. it stops you from doing so much. And I know. Once I, and, yeah. yeah. And once I got to the point that I didn't worry about that anymore and I got to the point that it was like, you know what, my only purpose is to put value out and mm. to provide value and recognising too that you're not going to resonate with everybody. Yes. Um, and I remember writing my first couple of books and, um, and I think I got one negative re review and it shifted my world. It yep. was almost like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's like, should should I even be writing? Am I a really bad writer? And, yep. you know, all of this. And and then it starts to make you question yourself mm. as mm. to, oh, do I really know everything that I'm that I'm talking about? And and so once you start to recognise that that's where you are and then you look at all the positive reviews that you get and all of the positive stuff that people are saying and you go, okay, Look, I'm focusing on the one negative review. Yes. Let's focus on the 50 positive ones we've got. Look, absolutely. And I know that experience from my early days of training when I would look at what they call the happy sheets, which is at the end of a training session. You know, it really just measures the last hour. Um, but but what, I, what I get my clients to do is say that's still external. So focusing on the happy responses is still external. Yeah. I need to know for myself that I've done a good job or what's the next step for me to improve. So, yep. so that's, that's, I, I sort of work with my clients to get them to start developing a stronger inner core. Mm -hmm. And that is a, a lot about resilience. It's a lot about resourcefulness. It's a lot about recognizing your own value. It's about um, being much more mindful in the moment uh, and letting go of that perfection. I mean, seriously, how we think that there is any such thing as perfection is logically beyond me, but we all do. We, we all driven and we have our self-worth tied up with that. And we think that for us to be good enough, for us to be accepted, for us to be worthwhile, we need to be perfect. And when we have achievements, we have this ideal that we can't even describe and we've achieved this much. And instead of focusing on all the amazing things that we've done to get here, we focus on the gap. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and that reinforces that we're not good enough. And, and that's sort of one of the ways that the imposter syndrome keeps going. So yeah. I think that um, what I get people to do is develop that strong inner core. I get them to, um, to start simple gratitude practices. I mean, mm -hmm. I know in, in my situation, I've had a bad day or something and, and everybody, we all have them, but then, you know, it's stuck for a little bit too long. So hang on a second. Um, and so then I went into gratitude and, and my mood shifted immediately. And, uh, you know, you, you sort of bring your energy back up and you're off and running again. Yeah. And um, I think that it's just such powerful work, so simple and so powerful. Have you ever yeah. seen that site, 365grateful.com? Uh, yes, I did. I actually stumbled across it the other day. Yeah. I don't know what I was looking for. I think the universe puts stuff in front of you that Absolutely. you first that you don't even recognize why it's happening. It just does. Um, yeah. But it yeah. Gratitude cured that woman of depression. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. So. And, and there's so, there's so many, um, there's so many stories of that. Um, I've got, I've got an amazing, an amazing friend of mine that's actually doing a talk on gratitude at the summit. And, um, and his life is devoted around teaching people the importance of gratitude. Mm. Mm. And like you said, just, writing down a list of things that you're grateful for can change your entire mindset Completely. from one of lack and, you know, um, negativity to one of recognizing everything that you've got. 
Mm. And, um, and I think that, as you said, it's about really developing that inner core and recognizing your value as a person, because you don't, you don't want to be so worried about everything that everybody else is, else is saying, or because it'll stop you from, it'll stop you from progressing through your life. So recognizing that you have a value, um, everybody has a value on this, on this earth. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and the other thing that I think that happens in the workplace is mm. that um, emotions are considered to be inappropriate. Yeah. Um, and, it's and considered that, that, to be weak. Yes. Yes. Mm. Uh, and, and it's not the right place to experience your emotions. And, and I think that um, that's, that's, that's tough because they're such an important indicator of our energy levels and, yeah. and our vibrational levels, if you know what I mean. And they're such an early indicator that something is not okay. So we're able to tune in, well, what's actually going on? What set that off? So I really encourage my clients to actually tune into their emotions, maybe not express them in the moment and make sure that you come back to them and say, okay, what was going on there? And unpack the situation so that we can understand what was actually happening and then look at how can you shift that to, to raise the vibration again? Yeah. So yes, well, it's always about using it as a barometer. Yeah. It is, it is. And for those that, um, you know, we've, we're sort of like nearing the end of the summit with this interview. Um, so you would have seen a lot of different talks on law of attraction and manifestation and vibration and the importance of vibration. So when Suzanne's talking about vibration and energy, um, like everything in our world is energy. Everything mm. around us is energy. And the higher our vibration, the higher our ability to connect with source and the higher our ability to be able to manifest that which we're wanting. And as Suzanne said, um, successful businesses, the, the higher that you can raise your vibrations, the, um, the easier it is to be able to overcome that imposter syndrome. And purpose is one of the high vibrations. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So and and knowing that you've got knowing that you've got a purpose, knowing that that you're that you're unique and mm. that you you have your own individual purpose, your own individual mission that um, that you are here to accomplish. Now, how does one person go to figure out what their purpose is? Okay, so um, I mentioned that I work in the business environment, so. Um, uh, my clients are quite logical. So I start with a couple of logical processes. Mm -hmm. I get them to think about what it is that they do. So first of all, I get them to write down all their strengths and, and, and why they're valuable. Mm -hmm. And then I get them to write down all the successes and the role that they played in those because I want them to get that they've got, they've got something to give. Mm -hmm. um, and then we look at um, a process that's really the Japanese five whys. So if this is what I do and, and what I can offer, why is that valuable? Why does that make a difference? Why is that important? How does that help? So you keep asking the questions until you, until you get to um, something which vibrates a lot more uh, at a higher level. I'll give you an example, if that's okay, of that yeah, particular process, because that's quite simple. I work with a group of tax accountants. Now, that sounds like purpose and tax accountants. Heavens, how does that go together? <laughs> Sorry. Um, and, and that's what they thought, too. They said, well, we just do auditing and we just do tax returns. What's so exciting about that? And I said, well, tell me. What do you do it for? Well, the tax, you know, the tax office says we have to. Okay, so is there a benefit to it at all once you've got it done? Well, yes, we know where the business is at that point. Okay, so why would that be useful? So we can start to work out where they put their capital and, and invest to reduce their tax and all that sort of thing. Why yeah. is that important? And so we went through that they were successful. Um, they made sure that the business knew where it was and how they could actually uh, improve their business. 
um, to the point where that they, the businesses were flourishing. And I said, so, so what does that actually mean if the businesses are flourishing? And they got to the point that they said, we help the Australian economy one business at a time. Wow. And when yeah. they got to that, they kind of sat there and thought, wow, is that what we do? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. I said, how do you feel about that? Well, that's so exciting. And, and they were, they were, you could see the shift in them. So they connected at a higher level to yeah. a page of figures. Yeah. So you can find and, and you could, in anything. You could almost see their, their level of energy and their vibration oh, raising at that time. Completely, completely. So, yeah. so that's one way to do it. Another way is maybe you think about your childhood and something that might have been missing as a child. I came from a wonderful family and a very English family. Uh, and that meant that we were all very independent and not terribly emotional and that sort of thing. So yeah. um, for me, one of my biggest drivers was connection. And so um, for me, a lot of what I've been doing in my life has been about creating connections. So my purpose is to bring more heart and soul into business. Why? Because then we're all connected and, and yeah. we're not in fear. We're, we're coming from that space of, hey, we're all in this together. How can we make this work? Yeah. Uh, so another thing is a watershed moment might occur. Like you've heard, heard of people whose children have been hit by a car, by a drunk driver or something like that. So, so those sorts of things might occur as well. Or you might just instinctively know what it is. Mm. They just, you know, somebody said to me many, many years ago, and I didn't know I'd been thinking about it. What's your purpose? And I told them, but it came out and it just came intuitively. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm sure it was educated by things that I had thought about before, but yeah. And, and certainly came from source. Yeah. And it does. That's the thing. It, it can take a little while to, to figure out what your purpose is mm. and it can take you asking yourself a lot of questions. And I remember from being very, very young that um, I was always very connected to people. Mm. And as I got older and older and up until maybe a few years ago, I mean, cause I'm a naturopath by qualification. Um, and a few years ago when I really went through my, my own spiritual awakening, and I realized that my purpose was actually connection. My purpose was helping people to connect with their higher selves. And, and also like you, um, it's about connecting people with one another. Mm. Because I believe that if we, and especially when, you, when you're talking about business, if we, can, if we can work, you know, people do so much better working as part of a team. Yes. that they do working independently. And so mm -hmm. if, you can, if you can build a team and, as I say, the Superconscious Success family um, comes together to really help to provide as much value and to help to expand the consciousness of our planet, which is, which is I think it's, on its, it's definitely on its way up and I can, and I can mm -hmm. feel those, that expansion. Mm -hmm. So I think what you are doing is incredible and really teaching others about, about how to value themselves. Mm. How to value what what they have to offer is really important. Well, it tips into leadership as well. So, if I, as I say, I'm in the business space, and and leaders impact everything. They impact mm -hmm. everything. Every measurable dimension of business is impacted by leadership, including um, developing their people and making sure their people have what they need to move forward. Uh, and so, I do a lot of work with people who are leaders, um, managers. I work yeah. with entrepreneurs who are starting out so that they can, um, because I mean, uh, if, if you think about what creates the imposter syndrome or brings the imposter syndrome up, it's, it's uncertainty. Mm. And there's not too many more uncertain careers than, than trying to break brand new territory and um, on your own often. Um, and I work with business owners as well because they're moving into new territory also. So it's, it's all about um, how we manage the uncertainty and how we, uh, how we uh, find ourselves through that. 
Mm. And, and we, you know, we come to the space where we can really be of service to others. So yeah, it's exciting space. I love it. I love it. It is an exciting space and we, and we can see some massive shifts and some massive changes and people, um, do you find that you get many people that come in because you get people that are already predominantly in business or ones that are wanting to start a business or what sort of... I tend to work with ones that are starting businesses. Mm -hmm. um, uh, some, some people have thought after working with me that they wanted to start their own business, but they didn't come to me for that. Okay. Um, so often, often they'll come to me because they're stuck in their careers or they're unhappy and they've moved jobs a few times and they haven't found what they're looking for and they don't realise that actually what they're looking for is here, not outside. Mm, yeah. um, and I've come, uh, I've had people come to me who are leaders in a small business and the business has grown beyond them being able to control everything. And they're having a really hard time letting go and letting other people, you know, come up and, and, uh, and they've got a purpose, but they don't know how to articulate it or how to bring it through the business um, to make sure that everybody knows what they're there for and what they're doing. Uh, and I work with a lot of executives who feel stuck um, in their roles and, um, and, and don't recognize the value that they, they bring or can bring if yeah. they would actually allow themselves to. So, yeah, usually people who are stuck, people who really want to move forward in some way. Yeah, because I think, mm. I think at, this, at this point in time, I, I often say that I believe that we are in, in the time of our lives where anything is possible. Yeah. I, I feel like with the invention of the internet for starters and, and technology and just the fact that we can just talk to each other over the internet like this Amazing. when if we had gone back 10 years it wouldn't have been possible mm. um you know and so i believe i i often have people saying that they that they feel sorry for the kids of today because of the of the um you know the technology and everything else going on and i say i look at it completely differently because i think mm. our kids have every opportunity in front of them mm. um that we didn't have as kids you know, yeah. if we wanted to go speak to somebody, um, there was no way we could go over to another country and speak to somebody. You're absolutely right. The, yeah. I think the, I, I do understand what they mean, though. Yeah, I think absolutely. That, um, yeah, I think that there is a different kind of connection now. Yeah. Uh, and I think we have to work harder to have the deeper connections if we're doing it this way. Yes, it um, is. It yeah. is in terms of in terms of uh, teenagers. I've got two teenagers, so. Um, with them, they connect with their friends, but they connect over the yeah. phone. Or, um, you know, whereas back in the day, if you wanted to speak to your friend, you would go and you'd catch up and you'd, mm. you'd like that. So there is a difference in the, in the connection. But I think if you can change your perception of it, mm. um, I mean, I've, with some of my friends that I've made over in the States and that, I've built real deep connections with them. Um, but it does take more work. Yes, um, when and you, you have, have to consciously create that space to do it, don't you? It yes. can't be a quick catch-up. It can once you've got that connection, but you, know, yeah. you, you definitely need to get into a space where we're open and willing and sharing and vulnerable and, um, and, yeah. and you know, really sort of open to that connection at a deeper level. And I guess it also means we have to read situations differently. Like we, we've got, we can see each other um, yeah. but we are, and we're picking up the energy at, at a level, of course we are. Um, and it's not quite as easy as when you're face to face. That's, that's my no. experience. But yeah. No, because you can't pick up on body language as well. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that once, you, um, once you're really open to it, mm. um, you know, I always, when I'm making new connections, I speak at least an hour just to, just to get yeah. to know people because it's yeah. really, really important that we form that connection 
um, with each other and it can be more difficult on, on online platforms. But, Absolutely. But all the possibilities are there. So, um, For sure. So that's fantastic, Suzanne. I think that you've really delved into the imposter syndrome. And, and so if we're really wanting to increase that vibration, increase that energy, um, what are some little tools and techniques you would use to do that? Um, I've touched on them, really, the quick ones. Um, I think that it's it's just about noticing the small things. We have such yeah. an abundance around us and and we go so fast in life that we don't stop and appreciate it. Like, even just sitting in my at my desk, all the things that I've got here, it's like, wow, am I lucky? Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I, I have a roof over my head. I have a comfortable bed. I have clothes to wear. I have a car to drive. I have um, friends. I have you know, family. I have... All these amazing, I have a beautiful view out of my window. Um, I, I love the birds that come and sit on my balcony. There is yep. so much if we're looking at it. And yep. I think that's what it is. It's, it's the mindfulness practice, really. Mindfulness and gratitude are probably the two things that shift my vibration just like that. Yes, and, absolutely. And, and if you want to add other little things in, you would have learned um, a lot of other techniques throughout this summit. But um, I love music. Yes, music is a yes, great way dancing, of raising your vibration. Mm. Um, as long as you're listening to music that's um, that makes you feel good. And, yeah, and the, I, question, the question with music for me has always been that once I became very aware of it, I listened to the lyrics and it's like, mm. yeah, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> so the I, thing. That's the thing. Sometimes we listen, especially with the invention of rap and and those sort of um, those sort of ones. But then at the same time, I believe that if it's making you feel good. That's and exactly it makes you right. feel happy, then you're yeah. raising your vibration. Um, yeah. All I all I do make sure of for myself is that um, I do listen to the lyrics and make sure that because the words that go into your head, it goes into your subconscious. So absolutely, um, that's why I say listening to inspirational songs, mm. dance around the house. Dancing's really good at dancing, increasing yeah. your vibration as well. Lots of great little techniques you can use. Yeah. Yeah. Remembering. Just feel good. And once you yeah. do that, you will start to discover your purpose. Yes. You will start to, because you will start to get the downloads. You'll start to get source connecting with you and helping you to discover that. And then it's about trusting it. It's about trusting and surrendering. That's all, that's all it's yeah, about. Yeah, absolutely. So, thank you so much today, Suzanne. You're so welcome, Jen. Lovely to talk to you and lovely yeah. to talk to everybody who's out there listening. So thank you for, for, for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for your time today and um, for showing us how we can move from imposter syndrome to really valuing ourselves and getting our message out to the people because that's really what it's all about. It's about connecting and um, getting our, our own value out to others. So thank you so much for that. You're today. very welcome, Jen. Lovely talking to you. Thank you. Yes, Take you care. too.